Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special video edition of the Influential Times. Uh, also working from a home edition. Uh, it's a bad hair day edition for me as well. Um, so usual format, we're going to be talking about the big stories in influencer marketing this uh, month. I am here, as always, with my colleague, Alistair. Hello. And we are going to talk about everything that's big in social media and the influencer space at the minute. So to kick off, Alistair, you wanted to talk about podcasts. How is, uh, how is the, the, the medium of audio faring at the minute under, under the current conditions? Yes. Um, well, apparently podcast listening um, has taken a little bit of a hit uh, because of the coronavirus. Um, interesting article in Quartz. Um, it is behind a paywall. Um, there's a free trial if you want to check it out, but I highly recommend um, signing up anyway. Um, but they've looked at um, various different websites that collate podcast data globally, and uh, looking specifically at uh, Chartable and Backtracks and also the data out from Spotify, all of which is showing that uh, podcast listing is actually down a bit, um, sort of 10, 20, or up to 30%, uh, depending on, on what, um, what's being looked at. Now, bear in mind that this data is mostly coming out of the US, which has not had the same level of lockdown um, imposed uh, as Europe has. So as we start to see more parts of the US putting on lockdown restrictions, we're probably going to see podcasts take an even bigger hit. Um, and this is big, all because um, people are not commuting uh, now, and a lot of people were listening to podcasts as part of their commute. Uh, so now that they're not doing the commute, they're not listening to podcasts. So what are marketers going to do who rely on podcasts? Obviously, you know, this is a podcast normally and uh, will be still a podcast, but we're also doing this video edition. So um, what we'd recommend is that marketers maybe try and uh, do two things. One is to see whether the podcast can be converted to video format. Um, the other is to also try and make the podcast maybe broken down into smaller bite-sized chunks. So social media usage as a whole is up um, and people are looking at more video, but maybe longer form listening is down. So you might need to look at ways to kind of divvy up or, or slice up what would have been a long form podca podcast into shorter format and maybe converting it to video where possible. So that's also part of why we're doing this experiment. Over to you. Yes. Yeah, I think it'll be, I think it's going to be interesting seeing you know whether those whether the, some of those trends flatten out as people sort of get back into old routines and start finding time to to kind of do some of their old stuff. Whether it'll be listen to a podcast on your your daily government mandated exercise walk or um, whatever it is. So speaking of online video, uh, one of my stories this week is about the new phenomenon of Zoom bombing. So. I've seen lots of articles recently going, oh, what is Zoom? And have you heard of it? Obviously, if you if you kind of work in B2B or in tech, what is Zoom is not really a question that you're asking. Um, that's probably something you kind of just knew about already. But I think what we're seeing is there's a lot of kind of, a lot of people using Zoom for the first time and they're kind of just turning to it in a very open um, way, just posting the link to a Zoom on their Instagram and going, anyone who wants to join. And they're getting trolls. People turn up and they... Um, post lewd material um, to to kind of everyone, um, or you know, put put something uh, extremely lewd on their screens or something like that. Um, the guy in I, Norway I, apparently crashed a, cl a Google Classroom or something like that, and uh, and uh, and flashed at the uh, the kids, which really was not not a nice thing to do. But uh, yes. yes, that's that's jolly unpleasant. And I suppose being incredibly unpleasant is nothing new on the internet. People have been doing that, and indeed doing that in person. 
uh, for all you for all you history buffs. Um, people have been being mean to each other in all sorts of ways for hundreds of years. So nothing new there. But I guess what's interesting is it just shows at the minute, most people are really unfamiliar with all these new tools. And as we get used to them, you know, as, as Zoom said in the article that I'll link um, from from Goddess of Online Culture, Taylor Lorenz, um, you know, as, as she points out in the article, there's nothing in the Zoom settings to prevent you just making the meeting private or being a bit more stringent about how you how you kind of allow people in you can you can limit people's ability to to message others it's just kind of i think people are going to have to work through a lot of that in the next um in the next few months and hopefully we're going to come out stronger and, and wiser about how to how to get that done but um yeah few few growing pains there yes so yeah, try, try not to get uh, zoom bombed good tip hopefully no one's going to crush our little recording here now um <laughs> Well, actually, uh, my, my kids do that. That's that's a different thing, though. They just walk into the videos. <laughs> um, so another thing, actually, talking about working from home, uh, there's been a survey done of marketers asking them what they think is going to happen with all of this re remote working and how it's going to impact their teams and their brand. Uh, so there's a useful uh, article about this on Marketing Week, uh, just talking about how marketers fear remote working will compromise their brands during the coronavirus cr coronavirus crisis. So um, what uh, is interesting, actually, I thought in the article was they asked people who do uh, already work from home um, about uh, what they, they how they think that impacts on them. And most of those people, so 65 percent, believe that they work more hours at home and that 73 percent then believe that they are more efficient when working from home. So. People who are used to working from home actually say they, they 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 actually work longer hours and they're more efficient. But yet, when the the bosses were kind of asked about the impact on their team, twelve percent of them said that working from home, you know, definitely compromised their brand and, and how their team worked. And another fifty percent thought that it, it could be uh, compromised uh, depending on how long uh, this happens for. Um, but then also, thirty seven percent said that re remote working was not suitable for for junior staff. So I wonder how attitudes towards remote working are going to change with all of this um, and whether or not those who are not used to working from home, especially some maybe senior managers who, who don't like the idea, might have to really invest in ways to promote better sort of uh, culture amongst their teams. Um, but particularly there seems to be an impact, uh, a concern, nearly 70% saying that this is a particular problem for marketers because it impacts on creative collaboration. Uh, so I think this is just going to be uh, a bit of a learning curve because there are ways to creatively uh, creatively collaborate. And there are lots of people, PR teams, um, marketing agencies who are uh, small startups who just work remotely as a matter of course anyway before all of this happens. Uh, so I think for those a smaller agencies who um, are good at this and have made it work for them, there's perhaps an opportunity for them to offer just a more advice and counsel on specific things for how marketing teams can collaborate. I think there's lots of content already out just for general tips about uh, working from home. There's loads of it out there, but yeah. specifically for marketing teams, some of these agencies, uh, PR and marketing agencies who do it already well, can just maybe share their, their sort of recipe for success and how they get their colleagues to work collaboratively online. Yeah, I think really the, I mean, I read I read something this weekend about how some workplaces are investing in sort of surveillance software, and I guess I would say that way lies madness. 
um are you really gonna gonna study hours of footage and kind of determine that like you know kevin was was reading something that wasn't strictly work related for 12 minutes today so we'll you know take him out and have him have him executed you know probably just think about how you can put more tools in place if you're you're concerned that your team is going to struggle to collaborate you know encourage regular meetings encourage people to use video chat and ultimately if you couldn't trust people when they were in the office um then you know i think yeah you're, you're kind of you're you're you've just gotta gotta trust your team ultimately because otherwise i think you're gonna drive yourself nuts so to finish with um i wanted to do a sort of now for something completely different type story um something particularly covid related it's from earlier in the month tiktok have unveiled a new creator marketplace um they are you know rolling out more analytics inspecting data on views engagement rate audience demographics i just think this is kind of you know as i mean tiktok downloads are surging more people are, are downloading it in the last month it's essentially at this point behind maybe only instagram youtube and facebook i think in terms of um installs so they're obviously doing very well you know the challenge is going to be they've they've had some problems around content moderation particularly in india um where it's kind of it, it's been fueling hate crime a little bit and um i guess just broadening out beyond their their kind of generation z audience so good that i guess they're they're looking to help the creators on their monetize you know i think it's important for brands to think about that early that ecosystem is going to crop up i think it's you know generally a good thing if if the platforms are sort of aware of that and trying to trying to help them foster it um particularly in a sort of very you know b2c consumer-led uh, industry like um or, or you know a platform that's very b2c and consumer-led like like tiktok so um an interesting development you know another platform investing in a creator marketplace and, and analytics and kind of doubling down on that so yeah. that's your lot that's your four stories and uh yeah so just the the final thing from me is uh, about online uh community action groups to help with uh the, the impact of, of coronavirus uh, i don't know what this what it's like around the world but certainly in the uk uh there have been loads of uh, groups appearing especially on facebook um called the, they're called uh, coronavirus or covid19 mutual action groups um and uh they are uh, normally kind of just community run some have got support from local governments or other kind of official uh, local voluntary groups uh but uh, i've uh, volunteered in my local one and um i'm also involved in one of the um the national kind of admin group as well and i would say that there is a real need for people with marketing skills in these groups. So if, if you're a marketer listening to this and there is a group in your area, um, or there isn't one, create one, um, and offer your skills as a social media marketer to these groups because uh, communication is really important. And even if you can't actually leave the house, uh, then you know there are other ways in which you can volunteer, uh, which involve helping with comms, helping with uh, putting guidelines together. So. Um, I just do this as an appeal for volunteers around the world. If you're in PR and marketing, look out for your local groups and let them know that you're in commerce and marketing, and they will uh, definitely be glad to have you helping them out um, with you know, your skills as a marketer, um, helping to communicate with people around your area. Um, and that you know you might be also going out and uh, you know dropping off medicines and food as well. But that that's just that's something everyone can do. But specifically for you as a marketer or commerce person, 
your skills are in demand for these volunteer groups. So uh, do look out for them and get in touch. That's it from me. Cool. Um, well, that's that's your lot. Thanks for thanks for watching, everyone. Um, we'll be back next month. Also, keep an eye out. We're going to be sharing more resources um, on on some of the themes we've been talking about. So keep an eye out for that from from Analytica. And otherwise, I will see you all online because that is the only place we are allowed to see each other. Bye, everyone. Bye. Take care.